Luke chapter 2 from verse 1 onwards. We all know this is the month of June and it's not December and this is not Christmas. But God gave me this chapter so we are going to read and see what the Lord has for us today. The passage that God gives to us, whatever passage that we read, it's not just a seasonal passage, but it is a passage that can be used uh, anytime because it's God's word. So we will read from verse one onwards, Luke chapter two. I would really want you to pay attention to every word that you um, read. So if you have your Bibles with you, um, open your Bibles to Luke chapter two and um, I will read from the New King James Version. And you can turn your Bibles also to Luke chapter 2, New King James Version. And just follow my reading as I read. And then we will take it up from there, however the Lord will lead us. Luke chapter 2, verse 1 onwards. And it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. The census first took place while Quirinius was governing Syria. So all went to be registered, everyone to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem because he was of the house and lineage of David to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. So it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the in. I will stop right here as the Spirit of the Lord wants me to. And we will go back to verse 1 again. And it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This census first took place while Quirinius was governing Syria. So all went to be registered, everyone to his own city. When God has a plan, No one can stop that plan. When God has a plan, whatever God's plan is, will come to pass. When? When God's time comes. When God's plan that God has, that God wants to execute, comes to pass, you have to understand it has come to pass in God's time. See, God has a plan. And in his plan, The timeline is also specified. So in the Bible, we see the prophecies of Jesus Christ prophesied by Isaiah, the prophet and Micah, the prophet and different prophets that prophesied about Jesus Christ all over the scriptures in the Old Testament. These prophecies that are prophesied, they need to come to pass. And it is prophesied for a specific time period. It has been prophesied about a person and for a specific time period. So two things are there. People, place, and time. 
a person, a place, and a time. Person, place, and time. You cannot separate these three. Every person lives in a specific time period and they live in a specific location. Location, time, and a person. When you look at the Bible, God's Word says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. John chapter 1, verse 1. God, a place, and a time. The beginning, in the beginning, is the time. That means when everything began all the way in the beginning, time. The word was with God. And the word was God. Where was this word with the Lord Jesus Christ? You will see the following verses will say, this word became flesh and dwelt among men. And this was Jesus Christ. Where was this word? What's the place? The word was with God in heaven. In the beginning, time, who, the word, Jesus Christ, where, with God in the heaven, and he was God, and the word was God. And this God became flesh and he dwelt among men. Time, Place, person. Who is this person? This person is God Almighty. Where did he come from? From heaven. How long was he existing before time began? He was there. Now, this God who was there, who always existed, now he comes into this time and space and this place in this earthly realm. But before he came, it was foretold or prophesied by the prophets that this Jesus Christ is going to be born in Bethlehem. This Jesus Christ, this baby, this is God baby, God becoming man for the sins of human race. He is going to be born in Bethlehem. This was prophesied a long time ago. time has come where Jesus Christ, God, is going to be born. When? During a specific period. The word that God gave was connected with when it was going to happen and who it was going to happen through. Jesus Christ is going to be born in Bethlehem. And he's going to be born during this time period where... Caesar Augustus was the ruler, Roman emperor. And then Quirinius was governing Syria. Now, even though Caesar Augustus was not a prophet and Quirinius was not a priest, you see, God is over every ruler who is ruling this world. Whether it's a Roman or whether it's a Syrian, doesn't matter. They all come under the sovereign lordship of God Almighty. 
in order for the word that God said to come to pass, where Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the sinless Lamb of God, the God-man who's going to be born in this world so that you and I can be with him in heaven one day and be with him on earth right now and experience heaven on earth while we are here. And then experience heaven in heaven for eternity when we go there. It was prophesied of him that he will be born in Bethlehem. There's a word from the spirit of God for God's people at this hour. When God gives a word, he could have given it a long time ago. Can't be sitting and saying, well, it's been five years, it's been 10 years, it's been 20 years, it's been this long and I'm still waiting. Oh, you know why? Because the time has to come. The ripe time. The time that is ripe has to come. When the time is ripe, when it is just right, then what God said will come to pass if you are ready. And this is like a woman who is pregnant. She has this baby in the womb. She needs to be healthy and she needs to be in a proper condition physically in order to, in order for her to be able to carry the child full term. And the baby also should be healthy in order for the baby to be carried full term. Full term is very important. We can say, well, a baby is inside and as long as inside two months, that's fine. The baby can come out. No, it's not going to come out. If you force it out, it'll be death. There's this time, maturation time, where the child matures and it's ready to come out. When? When that appointed time comes. No one knows. You can predict the weather. That the weather is going to be like this. Tomorrow it's going to be like this. And how many times it changes? Similarly, you can have a due date for the child. How many children are born exactly on that date? No, you cannot actually put a timestamp on it. 8.45 p.m. on June, whatever it is, that this child is going to be born. No doctor can give that guarantee. No one. Because this is a point in time set by God for every human being. In order for God's word to be fulfilled in the life of a person, just like how a woman carries the child to term. That means the woman should make sure that she keeps the child. That's number one. There are many women who just go and abort the babies, even though those babies could have been carried to full term. So the woman should be willing to keep the child. She needs to have the desire for the child and she needs to want the child. God is speaking at this hour. I want you to play, pay close attention to what the spirit of God is speaking at this hour. When God gives a word, the initial joy has to be sustained throughout. There are people who are very happy and then after that, I don't have money. I don't want this and I have to work and I can't party. And, and what they do, they end up going and killing their own children. Murder. Same thing happens to people in the spiritual realm. 
God will speak and God will give a word. And there's this vision. There's this beautiful thing that has been born. That's what prophecy is. Without the word of God coming and giving, there's nothing there. There's no baby there. There is this work of God that begins because the word of God that has been spoken into a person. When that happens, your involvement in the formation and the maturation of the word that God has spoken. The word means it's not just us on word. No, this has life and this has everything there. But your involvement in the fulfillment of what God has spoken is very important. A woman who really is keen on what she's eating and how she's keeping herself safe will actually deliver a healthy child. A woman who is doing whatever she wants to do, a lot of times deliver children with many problems. Because she was smoking and drinking and abusing her body. And you see the effects of children. I've seen that. in many children. It's very tragic to see. And then there are people who say, well, I don't want this. There are people like that. They want something else. God would have spoken something really big. Their foolish hearts are not able to see the greatness of this. And they say, well, I want to party. Well, I want to do this. Well, I want to do that. And what do they do? For the temporary things, they forego the eternal. They're not able to hold on to that which God has given to them. And what do they do? They kill the vision that God has put into them. They kill that which is precious that God has put into them, that has been formed, that needs to continue to grow. But they kill it right there. They're happy for a short time, and then they say, well, it's too hard, and I want to do this, and this is my plan, and they say all kinds of things, and what do they do? They abort that. You have a lot of spiritual abortions taking place every day. You know who are those people? Those are people who walk by the leading of the flesh. They don't walk in the spirit. They go by whatever their eyes see, whatever their ears hear, whatever their senses feel. They just run. These are people, you call them impatient people, impatient men and women who will not wait. Oh, for 10 months out to wait for this thing. And, you know, I can't do this. And I need to go to work. And I need to go to school. And I need to party. I need to fool around. I need to do this and do that and do this. What they do, they end up killing that which is most precious to them, which is really part of them. God is speaking this hour. Do you realize when God has spoken his word over you, he's brought into existence something. It is already brought into existence. But now, if you're not a good steward of what God has spoken, and you just go after this, and go after that, and go after this, and go after that, what do you do? You actually abort that which God has given to you. Then you can sit next 30 years and say, well, that prophecy never came to pass, and how will it come to pass when you aborted that? When you destroyed it? Very important. Just like a woman should take care of herself, 
it is very important. Every person who has received the spiritual investment, that which God has spoken to them, they are responsible for the development of what God has placed inside of them. That means they need to take care of their souls. They need to take care of their spiritual lives. Your body should be well if you want to host another thing inside, which is precious. You need to be responsible. You need to take care of that. God has spoken his word into you. It is important that it will come. When will it happen? According to the time of life. When that appointed time comes for the vision to actually be expressed as something that was told before. That means that which was inside now is revealed outside. In order for that to happen, the person who has that vision should take care of their soul and should have faith that this is going to be born. Very important. How do you actually sustain that which God has put into you? How do you actually grow it? By faith and taking care of your soul. That means by walking in obedience to the word of the Lord and by faith in what God has said. That means you have this expectation that this thing is going to be born. What God has spoken is going to come to pass and your eyes are on it no matter what you feel. Very important. Very important. Very, very important. The Bible says the vision is for an appointed time. It's not going to tarry, but if it looks like tarry, it's tarrying. God's word says, wait for it because it's not going to tarry. Why? Because it's for an appointed time. You can try to rush it, but it's not going to work that way. Can you rush a baby who has to be there in the mother's womb for 10 months? Can you rush it? Can you rush it and say, can you quickly grow big and somehow come out in 10 weeks instead of 10 months? Impatient people, you can call them foolish people, because this is the cycle, life cycle of a baby in the womb. And this is how it'll happen. Week by week by week by week, something has to happen inside the baby. Guess what's also happening? Something is happening to the mother too. The mother's body changes. The mother's weight changes. A lot of things happen in her body while something is happening to the baby also on the inside. God is speaking at this hour. If God has dropped something inside of you, his vision in you, and something God has spoken inside of you, there has to be a change that has to be taking place inside of you where your body has to get ready. As the child grows, the woman's belly also grows, the body grows too with it. If that doesn't grow, something is wrong. That stomach has to stretch in order to accommodate the child that is growing. God is speaking at this hour. You cannot be the same way, the way you get it. Get the word from God and say, I will be the same and some magic will happen and somehow I will become this or I will do this or whatever was spoken on me will somehow happen. It will not happen. You need to grow. Your faith needs to grow. Your character needs to grow. Your walk with the Lord needs to grow. You need to be able to carry, hold that which God has given to you as it grows. As the time progresses, whatever God has put inside you will also begin to grow if you are spiritually healthy. That's the key. If you're walking with God, your faith will grow. Your character will grow. You will grow. 
to accommodate that which God has put. And when you come to a place where that which God has put inside of you grows, then that vision will actually be fulfilled. It is for an appointed time. Jesus had to be born. God is moving Caesar Augustus to order this. A decree was given where all of you people, you all need to go to your birthplaces. And Joseph had to go to Bethlehem with Mary. Why? Because it was prophesied that Jesus will be born in Bethlehem. It was prophesied. According to this word, this has to happen. So what is God doing? He's moving the heart of Augustus Caesar. He's moving his heart to order this decree. Know this for sure. If God has spoken something over you, when that time comes, God will move everything. That means in order for Jesus to be born, God moved Augustus Caesar to order the decree. He didn't order the day Jesus was born. No. Enough time for everybody to move, enough time for Joseph and Mary to go to Bethlehem. While God is working, is important, you must also work. Towards the vision that God has given, you don't make anything happen. Understand this. If God has given a prophecy, God's word will automatically happen. You don't make anything happen. Nobody should say, oh, well, this was prophesied on me, so I'm going to be doing this. No, 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 no. If God has prophesied, prophecy is something that is of God. And when he speaks it, he will make it happen. But you need to be someone who's worthy of it. That means your soul should grow. Your faith should grow. Your character should grow. Godly character should grow. You should grow in order to accommodate that which God has given. Spiritual maturity, emotional maturity, mental maturity. And every form of maturity that needs to happen, that expansion that needs to happen, should happen. Uh, one thing is guaranteed. If you're connected with Jesus Christ, the vine, and you do simply do that which God is telling you to do, just like a mother does. She eats properly. She drinks water properly. She takes the prenatal vitamins properly. Whatever she has to do, she does it diligently and she knows she's eating for herself and eating for the child whatever she's putting in her body she knows no matter how i feel i'm not taking any medication certain things she does if she's responsible i'm not talking about people who are not responsible i'm talking about people who are in their right minds and who are responsible and they give birth to healthy children why because they cared for it they nurtured that and they said I want this question for you today. Do you value that which God has given to you and do you want it? If so, how much do you want it? There's this degree to which a person will want it and will go for it. In the spiritual realm, those who want it a hundred percent are the ones who will actually reap that which they are going after. So in your spiritual life, if God has spoken over you something, it is important that you keep that before you. 
and know that it is for an appointed time. When that time comes, God will do whatever he said he will do. Not just then, but even before that, he is making a way for all of those things to happen. He's working, he's working, he's working. He is positioning people. He's putting people in the place. He's moving things around. He's doing this shuffling and shifting and doing all kinds of things in order for what he has spoken to come to pass in the lives of those who are one with him. That means you receive this from God and now you say, I will hold on to it. I will walk in it. This is what I will breathe. This is what I will live. This is what I'll live for. So what do you do? You keep that in mind and you hear what God is saying and you do that because you want your body, your mind, your spirit, your soul to be prepared. Prepare yourself to inherit that which God has for you. You're focused on that which God has spoken. That needs to grow. It needs to grow. It needs to grow. It needs to grow. And how will it grow if you're not growing? How will it grow if you're not growing? It grows with you. Understand that that which God has put inside of you will grow with you. So it's important for you to grow in your spirit, man. It's important for you to grow in your spirit, man. It's so important for you to grow because these are spiritual things. Your spirit, man, has to expand. As your spirit expands, that which God has placed inside of you will also begin to expand. But if your spirit, man, is stunted, that which is inside you will die. It won't even remain stunted. It will die. So if you want your vision to expand, when I say vision, that which God has placed inside of you, the prophetic word that God has spoken, that is living. Understand that. Once again, prophecy is not something that someone says and it just floats around in the air and you just write it down because it's something they said and this is not like some fortune telling or somebody said this and it happens. No. When the word of the Lord comes to you, it just drops into you. It's a seed. It has life. And now you have to believe that when you receive it, it begins to work, but you need to grow with it. When you grow with it, it will mature and it'll come to pass. So when it comes to prophecies, I want to um, give you a little bit um, on different types of prophecies. So there are long-term prophecies. There are short-term prophecies. Now, short-term prophecies are prophecies like we heard, for example, today, testimony. Where very specific word, specific word from the Lord was given that there is some, someone here and this is what God is going to do and this is what God is going to, this is how God is going to give and this will cause you to pay your debts off. Whatever you need to pay, you'll be able to pay. And this was given by God and it was a short term prophecy. That means it's going to happen very soon. It's happening. And if it was given for the month of June, it's going to happen now, then it happens in June. So it's a short-term prophecy. It's been told for the now, and it'll happen in the now for those who believe and those who look to God for. They receive it. Same thing when it goes to yearly prophecy, prophecy, you know, for the year, prophecy for the year, or prophecy for that season or whatever. And then there are these long-term prophecies that God gives, that the word that God will give, and he'll say, this is what I'm going to do for you. In the future, and that could be anywhere from 
now to two years, to one year, to three years, to five years, to 10 years, to 15 years, to 20 years, and certain things can be even 30 years. Whatever God has spoken will come to pass. So when God gives that, those kind of long-term prophecies are very similar to the short-term prophecies. You have to have faith to believe in the short-term prophecies in order for that to happen. Because once the word of the Lord comes from the mouth of God, through the mouth of the prophet, to the ears of the people, it carries life. It's just the living breath of God that carries life and just breathe it into them. Something living goes into them. And those who have faith and who say, this is for me, and they receive it, they become inheritors of it. And now from that moment to the time the prophecy has been fulfilled, whether it's a week's um, uh, within a week's time or whether it's in a month's time or whatever it is, that faith has to be there. God will provide, God will provide, God will provide. And there are people who say, oh my God, I know a lot of people are like that. When they receive the word, they'll be all happy. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I can't wait to see this happen. And, and then next morning, they'll have something opposite happen that said, oh my God, I don't know what to do when this happened this morning. No, <laughs> crying. All the laughter will turn into mourning. And then what happens at that point they're killing, actively they're killing that life that was given to them with that miracle. By what? Unbelief. 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 Do you expect anything to happen? When a person goes to an abortion clinic and abort the child, after the abortion has happened, can you expect the child to be born? Well, the doctor said the due date was this, and can you expect the child to be born once the child is aborted? No. You have to understand when the word of God comes, it is important for you to mix your faith with it. Not only that one time thing, oh, I believe and I receive it and thank you, Lord, and happy and put a happy dance. And then, and then within the next week, everything is gone. Downhill. The Bible says, a double-minded person is unstable in all his ways and God says, don't you ever think that you will receive anything from God. It is important. Whether it's a short-term prophecy or a long-term prophecy, depending on what it is. God is going to give it to you when God speaks to you about it. And when the word of God comes from the mouth of God through the mouth of a prophet and it's just given to you, it's so important to hold on to it. Now, your character has to develop. You have to develop in order to inherit whatever it is, whether it's a short-term word from God for your season, for what God is going to give to you, your faith has to be there. Constant. Not like this and this. It has to be constant. God is speaking to our hearts today. Whatever word God has given to you, he is capable of bringing it to pass. What God gave through his prophet about Jesus being born in Bethlehem, he was capable of fulfilling it. And in order for that to happen, you needed a Joseph and you needed a Mary. He was very capable of doing that. He found a righteous man. He found a righteous woman. He found people of faith. He found, found people, when I say people of faith, people of obedience, people who believe are the ones who will do whatever God says. Joseph was in a place where God could communicate with him. Mary was in a place where God was able to communicate with her. Both were in a place where they would do whatever God would tell them to do. One of a kind man, one of a kind girl. God brought them together. 
to bring Jesus Christ, the Son of God, God himself in flesh to come into this world. Now, in order for that to happen, you had other people involved. He has to go to Bethlehem. Jesus needed to be born in Bethlehem. Now, in order for that to happen, God moves Caesar Augustus. We need to know this. When God issues something, he'll make sure it comes to pass. He'll move anything and everything for that in order to accomplish that. If he has given you a word, he'll move anything and everything in order to accomplish that. If he wants to accomplish something, no force from hell, no force anywhere in any realm can stop that from happening. There's the power of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so it's important when you receive this word from God to truly mix your faith with it and be faithful to it. Very important. If you're not faithful, which means you don't have faith. If you don't have faith, which means you have aborted the word that God has given to you. Don't you expect anything happening? And don't you come and say that, well, it happened for them. It happened for them. It happened for X, Y, and Z, A, B, C, but it didn't happen to me. How can it happen to you when you already killed it? How can it? How can it? It can't. God is emphasizing here consistency. You need to be a vessel that is capable of holding that which God puts inside of you. You know how many people who are not able to carry a child because they cannot hold it in that uterus. Something is wrong. They're not able to hold that child. There are many people whose faith is like that. They will not actively believe that which God has said. They will say, well, I'm not like you. I can't believe this. I'm a person who always worry. Well, then don't expect anything good happening from God. If you can't change that, if you can't trust God, it's a shameful thing. If you can't trust the all-powerful being who is there to help you and you say, I can't, something is wrong at that point. You need to fix it. You need to fix it. Go to the word of God and read the word because faith comes from hearing the word of God. That's what will cause you to get better. You're sick. You can't say, well, I'm sick, I'm sick, I'm sick, I'm sick. Whatever medicine or vitamins or supplement has been given to you, take it. You know, there are people, well, I call them dishonest people, really. I say it with a big smile, but with much grief in my heart. I've seen many people say, oh, pastor, I've done everything you've said. Oh, my Lord, I can just say, liar, 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 close thy mouth. Really. Because God shows me through and through. I've done everything you said. Well, if you did everything you were told to do, then the result will be what should be. 
You obviously didn't do everything you were told to do. Don't you lie. Why? You're doing yourself a disservice. You want to get well or not? You want to get well or not? If you want God's word to become alive in you and work and do wonders in you, don't you lie. Do you want to inherit it or not? If you want to inherit it, be real. Be honest with yourself. Be honest with God. And be honest with those who can help you. Rachel did this. There's a woman in the Bible whose name was Rachel. What did she do? She was there. God was merciful to her. Blessed her with two children. Second one was in her womb. And she prayed to this God of heaven. Jacob's God. The God of Abraham. The one true God. And he gave her this, not only this child, but children. And what did she do? After getting that, what did she do? After getting that, what did she do? She hid her father's idol underneath her. What's the need for that? What's the need for that? Think about that. The devil didn't want her to inherit the promised land. So the devil said, why don't you just bring that? That's something from your father. It's your father's inheritance. Just take that with you. She stole her father's idol. What does idolatry have to do with the living God? After experiencing the living God, she said, let me bring that with me. Guess what? Her father came looking for that. And she lied on top of that. She brought death upon herself. She couldn't see the birth of her second child. As she gave birth, she died. The child couldn't see the face of his mother. It was a dead mother. The second child grew without a mother. Why all of this? The devil did not want Rachel to inherit the promised land. If Satan, Satan is always there to cause abortions. It's not that somebody is coming and, coming and aborting the child inside of you without your knowledge. No. It's with your knowledge. Who actually actively goes and does it? The mother. The woman who carries the child actively goes and does it. That's how Satan comes. He'll come and say, well, this is hard. That is hard. That is hard. This is hard. This is hard. That is hard. That is hard. This is hard. It's not going to happen. Why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? Well, now God gave you all of these things. You have all these things. Why don't you just lie here, steal there? Act like a heathen there. Why can't you have some idolatry with this? What is Satan looking for? He's looking for your spiritual death. That's what Satan is looking for. Because he wants you spiritually dead. He knows that you have everything now. He wants to take your life away. He couldn't take your blessings because you cried out to God at that time. And the living God, the one true God, blessed you with what you needed. Now, after getting that, Satan said, hey, I'm going to keep you out of the promised land. Let me do it with your cooperation. He cannot do it without your cooperation, remember. 
He'll only do it with your cooperation. If you want to be a person who will lose out on all the blessings and not inherit any prophecies that God has for you, all the big plans, you just want to throw it away. Run after Lucifer. Do whatever he tells you. Be a tricky person. Go after the things of this world. You will die spiritually. But if you want to live spiritually, don't you be like Rachel. If you want to live spiritually, don't you be involved in any kind of deception. If you want to live spiritually, if you want what God has spoken in your life to come to pass, don't you live like Rachel. You might have received things from God and you can give testimonies and, oh, look what God has done. Not only one, he gave me two, but what happened after that? She wasn't even there to enjoy that which God gave to her. Her life was just snuffed out by Satan. Yeah, by Satan. But who actually gave Satan the power to do it? She did it. A caution to every single one here. No one can snuff out your life. No one can take away that which God has spoken. No one can destroy your call. No one can take away your crown. You can give it away. You can destroy yourself. You can let someone take it away from you. You can let the devil take it away from you. What God has spoken shall come to pass. The prophecy that was spoken by the prophet about Jesus Christ came to pass. When? At the appointed time. How? He moved the king's heart. He moved people. He moved them to go to where they should go to and be where they should be and have the child where they should have the child. Everything happened according to what God said. The time, the place, and the person. Very important. You being the person, you play a major role. The time and the place. It's in God's hands. But you being the person, if you don't cooperate, if you don't grow into that which you need to in order to accommodate that big thing that God has said is going to do in you and grow in you, you can kill that which God has given into your hands. As we close our eyes and look to the Lord this night. I pray that the Spirit of God will take that which God has spoken tonight deeper into your spirits. That you don't take that which God has spoken lightly. That you become wise. Do you take the things of God seriously and all that God has spoken, take it very seriously. Don't you be like Rachel? Who enjoyed the good things from God for a brief time. But out of her own choosing, forfeited everything that God had for her. She was not there to see the exaltation of her son, Joseph. She was not there to see all the blessings that God had for her son that God gave to her. Why? 
because she became deceptive in her heart and gave room for idolatry. That which God had brought her from. She went back to it and she said, I can have this too. If God has called you out of Egypt, if God has called you out of sin, make sure you stay away from it and keep it away from you. Any kind of deceptive behavior that you think only I know, no one knows. I don't even think pastor knows. I don't even think anybody knows. Understand this. You're asking for the destruction of everything that God has invested inside of you. No deceptive person can do anything for God. Going back to the old things and having a double life or a secret life. A life that is not transparent before God and man. A life that has hidden things. Will be a life that will be wasted by the very same person. Who thought that they can get away with it. You can never get away with sin. You can never get away with sin. You can never get away with sin. Be true to yourself. For your own sake. If you want to produce something. That is of eternal value. If you want to produce something that will stay with you and you will enjoy the fruit of it on this side of eternity and in the time to come. Then you must have integrity as the core of your being. No deceptive person will amount to anything in the kingdom of God. Give yourself over to the Lord this night and say, Lord, whatever you want to do in my life, I want to make room. Whatever you have spoken on my life, I want to see that come to pass, Lord. Whether it's a short-term prophecy or a long-term prophecy, whatever God has spoken, I know one thing. It'll happen exactly according to your time. Whatever you have spoken will happen exactly the way You said it will happen. Instead of focusing on the time and the place and how it will happen, what will happen, try to hasten it. You work on yourself. The person needs to be ready. Work on yourself. And as you grow, that which God said will happen will also grow with you. And at God's appointed time, in God's appointed time, it will come to pass. Thank you, Jesus. Father, thank you, Lord, for this time that you gave to us. Thank you for your word that you spoke, Father. Your word is so true. It is the truth. Thank you for your living manner that you gave this night. I pray that you bless your people, that they may all become inheritors of 
everything that you have spoken, Father. Let truth be found in the inwardmost parts of the beings of your people. That each may inherit all that God has spoken over their lives. That they may not walk by sight, but they may walk by faith. I thank you for doing this. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. As a servant standing in the presence of God. Before the throne of God. According to the power and authority given to me by the Almighty God. I bless you people. With your blessings that you alone can bless them with. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. I release your blessing upon your people of this hour. That they may have what they need to have in order to get what they need to get in order to accomplish what they need to accomplish for your glory and for their good. I thank you for doing this. In Jesus' most precious name, I pray. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless us and keep us. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon us and be gracious to us. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon us and bless us with his peace. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, may the love of God the Father, and the sweet fellowship of his Holy Spirit rest and remain with us all now and until we see Jesus face to face. Amen. Amen.